For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, nice to have your company. Been a busy day, been a fun day. One of the funner days I've been involved in uh, trackside for Campbell Brown. Seeing them like beach balls today and walking away with three brown low votes and Sammy Highland seeing them equally as well. John Donahoe's my name. Final hour of proceedings today and it's uh, with great pleasure I welcome in uh, one of our great friends. And it's, of course we do it for the Watchdog app. Download the download the app, open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. Jimmy Vandermart's our, uh, our co-host tonight. Jimmy, welcome. Yes, hello to you, mate. How are you travelling? Oh, been a nice day. I had to fill in for Cam today, and uh, he was a bit under the weather, so uh, wasn't able to come in. But I, uh, I had the pleasure of spending a couple of hours with two very, very funny men in Sam Highland and uh, and Campbell Brown. Yeah, I was going to say, and by the sounds of it, it was a, a decent day on the punt, was it? it was. Uh, winners left, right, and centre. Well, Brownie hit two eight dollar pops across the day. Uh, Sam hit two of his very best bets, so very sharp at Scone in race four. Uh, got up, and Northern Nero as well. So they've had good winners there. And Brownie, as I said, it's kind of magic at $8, and then he hit another one, uh, Decorum, I think it was, a uh, show some Decorum at uh, at $8 as well. So they've had, they've walked away with uh, with hopefully plenty of cash for for the listeners. That's what it's all about, mate. Yeah. Uh, hopefully in the next hour we can continue on uh, that form. We've got Horsham and Geelong, the two Greyhound meetings that are continuing on. Warrigal uh, to race a little bit later on tonight. And, of course, we had Hillsville straight racing today. So yeah. hopefully the punters can uh, can continue on their winning ways here. Uh, Horsham race six not too far away. What are you liking, Horsham, in 30 seconds? We'll take this oh, race look, I'm going to go with uh, box number one. The form's pretty good up at Horsham of late, just consistently beginning well. So if she can bring that uh, to the table once again, I think she's got the speed to go through and lead. And if she's in front, well, that's going to be the place to be. Uh, Sections here of late, 10.23 to the first peg uh, in successive weeks. So that tells me that she's got some consistency about the way she's going about it. So I think $6 represents good value considering she looks the likely leader on paper. Sorry, was that the seven? I was just queuing something. Uh, number one. Number one. Apologies for yeah, that. Yeah, Mpungavell. Trying to queue up the uh, the race here at Horsham, and I just missed it, so apologies for that, Jim. All right, we'll head there in... Actually, we'll head there now. We'll take that, and then we'll, uh, we'll see what you've been up to lately. And she runs the, the favourite, number eight. Her kennel mate, Zipping Higgins, best back to beat her at 370. 650, Betatron. 650, Vell, Seven, Lectrogena, and 18, Tango Icon. Set to go. Green lights on. Racing, Belbina Bale, only fair to go. Electra Jenner won the start, going out a hard tango icon, Betatron. Belbina Bale last early, back on the rail, needing room, going in front of it, Mapunga Vell and Zipping Higgins. On the turn, Electra Jenner, the front runner. Belbina Bale's railed brilliantly, goes to second, followed by Mapunga Vell. Electra Jenner's in front, Belbina Bale coming down the centre. Belbina Bale, Electra Jenner, they hit it. Electra Jenner's just won from Belbina Bale, tango icon, then Betatron and Mapunga Vell, and the tail end of Zipping Higgins in 23. 345. 5 8 and I think it was the one, 5 8 and 6 Jim it was yeah. so Electra Jenna $4.60 toss Toss the form guide in the bin, mate. Um, <laughs> that's that's all you can say because the red's gone 10.23 in consecutive runs. 
Lectra Jenna last started heels, uh, sorry, at Horsham, pinged the leads and went 10.28. So you've got safely a length on that runner. They've gone 10.29 and Mapunga Val, she was just nowhere. Missed the kick, simple as that. Probably three, four lengths down on what she normally is. And that's what I said, you can just throw the form guide in the bin because at least her last three or four runs that she'd been consistently beginning that speed and and today just made a meal at the start. And uh, Greyhound Racing, it can do that to you sometimes. <laughs> it certainly can. Hey, uh, before we get stuck into the Hillsville uh, review of today, and we've got Geelong in a couple of minutes, how was your, your week, your weekend? I mean, I know we couldn't go very far, but what did you get up to? Yeah, look, it was pretty ordinary, to be honest. Uh, we were up in the Yarra Valley and, and smashed by the storms on Wednesday, which left us without power for about five days. So next to no phone reception for nearly a week, it's, it's been a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. And um, I, I guess you, you look back and, 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 and it probably makes you appreciate the little things that you, you don't appreciate when you just go about your normal life. So, yeah, look, it was, uh, it was a bit of a, a challenging week at home, but uh, we've got through it. We're bouncing out the other side and, and hopefully uh, for, for those people who are still missing out on power up this way and, and throughout Victoria. Hopefully it's not too long and, and we can get back to, uh, to normal. But I just, I just feel sorry for the big V because we have absolutely copped it. You've had COVID, you've yeah. had these lockdowns, uh, storms, fires. It, it's, it's just been horrible, really, to be, yeah. to be fair. And uh, I guess uh, the Victorians will continue to show that resilience that they always have. And we just continue to cop it from other parts of the country who... Uh, think we're dirty and oh. you know who aren't gonna let us in anywhere and yeah we can't even have crowds at the footy again either or yeah. racing and, so and johnny to be honest mate if they offered me a gig in perth i'd, I'd probably jump on the next <laughs> plane and bugger off because i've just about had enough of this yeah. joint <laughs> yeah, i know it's it's sort of a bit like that and then you then you go a couple of weeks without and you think nah this is the best place on earth yeah. to be but it's you know we, we're resilient uh, we're a resilient bunch jimmy and hey i hope you i hope you're um you're home and and all that i know last thursday you had to um you had to attend to that, so uh, Mitch Bayer and I were able to get through, but uh, all the best to you and, and the family, and hopefully everyone up that way is okay. Yeah, thanks, mate. Now, look, I think Mitchie's in a similar boat, to be honest, yeah. with power and things like that, but we had no reception at all because apparently the, the reception up on the, 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 the hill up in the Yarra Valley, uh, it was the reception tower, it's a, it's a big metal tower, was blown over. Oh, so, no. um, yeah, it was, it was pretty ordinary. And, and it's, it's funny because, like I say, you don't realise how often you either use the internet or, or use your devices and, until you, you can't use them. And, and uh, nowadays, with this COVID world where we do so much from home, from yeah. our own internet, it, it uh, definitely throws a bit of a spanner in the works. And I was supposed to be on a little slippery holiday up to Queensland this oh, week. And no. Uh, no, that's that's fallen through the the days we're going to slip up there for. So, the uh, yeah, it's, it's a challenging time, mate, but we'll continue to bounce back and, yeah. and hopefully we can find a winner or two to, to make it all worthwhile. Yeah, I'm not trying to rub it in, but I did get up to Queensland just prior to COVID hitting again down here and uh, you know it, it's it's so much um it's so much better organized up there everything and I'm not, I'm not trying to rub it in from a from a sense that i was able to get up there but what i'm saying is everything's better organized up there in terms of the covid um the qr codes you can't go in anywhere without actually proving to them that you have signed in and, and i think that's something that we're only starting to do down here now so um it is a lovely part of the world up there in Queensland. yeah I it, must is, say, it's, it was nice it's when i was up there it's the warm weather too. I think yeah. we all uh, just need a little bit of sunshine on the back. We're all all a little bit like a lizard every now and then. But uh, as I said, mate, hopefully we can steer home a winner or two and uh, and it'll all be uh, no problem whatsoever. Absolutely. 0499 736 736. If you've got a question for Jimmy, if you've got a tip 
for me or for James Vandermark. Or a tip for me. Or, yeah, anything, anything <laughs> you like, you can send it through. 0499736736. You should have seen, Jimmy, the um, the form of uh, our man Toddy Gray over there in Greyhound Racing South Australia. Three from three last night, the tips that he gave us. He hit four. He hit three out of four last week when he gave um, uh, Mitchie Abaya and I some tips. That man's flying. So if we ever want to uh, get, get some big winners... We're going to have to get him on uh, on here and uh, tip, tip some for us. Call him. Call him, mate. We need him. We need him. We need him, <laughs> we need him desperately. No, no, I'm not because I've got – I am backing you in, as I do with Mitch Abaya and as I do with you every week. I am backing you in as our expert. And we've got Geelong in a minute 20. Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's a paid contract though, isn't it? So you've, you've got to back me in, Johnny. You've, uh, you've got right. to try and lift me off the canvas. Oh, but... yeah, absolutely. Regardless, <laughs> but... I would have backed you in anyway. Yeah, I appreciate it. Look, I, I think this race at Geelong – look. The market suggests there are only a couple of chances. I think the market is correct. Uh, the one, the three, and the seven. I'd, I'd be surprised if the winner doesn't come from from that uh, trio. Look, the value at two forty compared to two fifty for the one and seven. I just don't see value there because I think either of the two could win without a surprise. Uh, therefore, the the price is pretty skinny. I'm sort of leaning to number three, Nick's Bale. I, I just think the Greyhound, even as a place bet to run second, if you play top toad, you might end up with three dollars a place, and and that might be the the way to play. If the one and seven do come together, you know Nick's Bale is going to hit the line strongly. So maybe to have a, a small and a very small place wager on number three, but it's not the easiest race to uh, to sort out. In saying that, I think the winner will come from the one, three, or seven. I'd probably go with that as well, just purely for the fact that I'm a New York Knicks fan in the NBA and. It's spelt the right way. That's how I And go. sometimes that's all it needs, mate. Mm. Sometimes, uh, you know, go off those omen tips, the, yes. the names. And, and my wife's done it a few times. She used to have a quick look through the uh, the form guide on, on the big days, the Melbourne Cup and whatsoever, and she'd tip 25 more winners than I would, <laughs> and I've sat there for three days looking at form. And so. you always hate that, don't you? You always <laughs> hate it. You go, how are you doing this? I'm oh. the lady who does that as well. And, and doesn't do it once. Like if you pass a, especially the old, the old paper form guy that you could get, you know, in the Herald or or the Age, she just smash through it and go, yeah. "This will win, that'll win." And next minute they're bobbing home at forty to one, and yeah. I just sit there and go, "Well, how? How does that even happen?" Yeah, I've got a mate who who sits at home, and sometimes you know I would go over there and have a couple of beers with him, and we'd watch the races, and he goes, "Oh, I'm on this thing at thirty-five to one." I said, "Why'd you back that?" He goes, "Oh, you know, I had a mate once who I played cricket with. His name was Jimmy, and this is Jimmy's dream, and it wins." Hey, <laughs> yeah. let's head let's head to Geelong for the eight. Blue on the inside out fast sail through and take the lead, joined by Webblake Well on the outside, length it after two lengths by then come Uptown Trixie, they were followed then by Aussie Belt, over on the inside Arizona Gold, they were followed further back here by Aussie Belt, drifted the second last and Dix Bale at the tower, coming up the back straight, keep it blue, the leader, led by a length of so clear, Webblake Well goes to the outside, clear over Arizona Gold and Dix Bale in the straight, keep it blue down on the inside, gripping on and keep it blue is too strong, Webblake Well second, third Dix Bale followed by Arizona Gold, they were followed further back by Uptown Trixie and also Aussie built in the time is around 25.78. One, seven, and three. Keep it blue gets the job done. $2.20. Uh, Webleck World, $2.00, number seven. And our boy Nick's Bale just uh, got to third, but no third dividend, yeah. Jimmy. Just rub more salt in the wound, mate. Uh, said one and seven would probably dominate, but yeah. they, 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 they came together, and I was just hoping there was going to be a little bit of a bump, and one of them lost a bit of ground, and therefore Nick's Bale would have been able to shoulder through into second. And as it turned out, it never happened. And if you played top tote a place on either the winner or the second one, they've paid 240 and 310 a place, and, and they were the $2.40 favourites. We've gone the value, and I think we've uh, ended up only getting $2 top tote a place, and there's no third <laughs> dividend. So yeah. I tell you, mate, this punting game, it can be very, very cruel at times. It can be. It, it certainly can be. But, uh, hey, we, uh, we, we go on and uh, we, we continue 
with uh, with what we're doing because we love it, Jimmy Vandermart. Uh, Matt from Geelong said seven one and two there, so he just got the numbers mixed up a little bit when it came to uh, one seven. And I think three was the other one. All right, Jimmy, uh, let's get stuck in. We'll uh, we'll go to a break shortly, but why don't we just kick things off by having a look at the card at uh, Heelsville today? What do you make of it overall? Yeah, look, it was a solid day of racing. There was uh, a maiden greyhound that stepped out for Karen Pitt, who won an earlier race, and and, and I thought that was was probably the run of the day. It went about 1940s on a track that wasn't extremely fast either. So I think if you were to black book that greyhound moving forward, it's going to be a pretty handy type. That uh, one race number, the internet coverage, still not great, but uh, race two, number five, isolating Karen Pitt, 1943 by um, almost seven lengths, had good early speed, seemed to be a little bit of a, a complete package. So might be uh, might be one just to pop in the black book and, and expect to go through the grades pretty quickly based on, on what the Greyhound did today. And that was actually a maiden final race today, even though it was only the, the heats effectively, but they only had enough nominations for the one-off race. Therefore, it was straight into a final and, and effectively double the prize money of the, the rest of the races today. So a nice little pick-up for a, a Greyhound getting the job done there in race two. Certainly was. We'll have a look at uh, each of the races and uh, get a comment on those on the other side of the break. But we'll clear this, we'll come back, and we'll have more Greyhound racing for you. We've got... Uh, Geelong and a little bit more of... Where do we just race there? I've just had a mental... Horsham. Horsham. Of course. Lovely part of the world. I love Horsham. Uh, I have a mental blank after being on air all day, Jimmy, so apologies for that. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase, John Donahoe and James Vandermark. Download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. More to come after the break. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Tuesday night, thrill of the chase. John Donahoe, James Vandermart with you. And we're here, of course, for the Watchdog app. Download the app, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. Jimmy Vandermart, we're going to head through uh, Heelsville in a moment, but have you got one for Horsham that we can get out there to the listeners? Yeah, look, as I said, uh, the way I'm tricking today, uh, it's probably better we get one from the listeners. But uh, number one, Nina Tears, I thought was was probably the best bet of the hour that we're on here. Uh, came from behind to win at uh, Warnable four runs ago. Then the last couple of outings fell at uh, Warnable, but the last two has just sort of worked back into form. Hasn't had a lot of luck. Drops a fair bit in class. Look, I tipped super big last week, and... How often does it happen, John, when you tip a dog a week prior and they look like they're going to win in the run and just don't finish off, and then the week later you go against them and they, they finish off and win? But based on what Super Big did here last week, he, he can't beat Nina Tears. So I think I'll go with the one on top, but uh, I've just got this funny feeling that Super Big's going to get back to his best form, and if he does, he, he could easily win this race. So, yeah, we'll see how we go with Nina Tears on top. Good man. We'll head there in just a moment. Uh, all right. Let's have a look at the first quickly at uh, Heelsville while we can. Havoc's legacy got the job done in this one out of the one box, Jimmy. Aston Gallon, yeah. uh, line stepper. And Brindle Goat was the odds-on favourite, and he, uh, he actually pulled up and, and put in a couple of short strides near the post. Um, he was given a ticket failing to pursue, therefore he will need to do a satisfactory trial before returning to racing. They also did find a bit of left shin soreness uh, with Brindle Goat. So as it turned out, the run was there for Havoc's legacy. He got through and, and he beat a wall of them really when they hit the line in what was a pretty messy way to start the day. And if you go to Fast Track or GRV, um, have a look at the photo finish. You'll see Brindle Goat. He's, he's making the most unusual of stances as he crosses the line because he, he was effectively starting to, to slow down, hence the, the ticket for failing to pursue. <laughs> 
failing to pursue. Good man. Um, all right. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> I was just catching up on something uh, else there and trying to get this feed down the line. It's funny with technology. One race, it works. One mm. race, it doesn't. But I think we've got it here now, Jimmy. So just stand by for me. Let's head to Horsham race number seven. Chicken shitty. Race seven today, third leg of the quaddy. Quaddy at half time is one Invictus Caleb into five Lictrogena. And they're just about right here for race seven of the day. Green lights on. Set to go. Ready now. Racing, then it tears left well. Straight through to lead, will do, settling down. Super big trying to go up in the centre as then it tears as a clear leader settling. Chicken Stinty goes to third. Super big well back, followed by Cracker Jack Lock and Jagged. Off the back, Super big got into bother back last and can't win. And then it tears leads up to the turn, clear to will do, followed by Chicken Stinty as they turn. The front runner, then it tears, will do, getting up on the rail, finishing well. Will do, goes to then it tears, takes a lead, and will do, gets through to beat then it tears. Oh, third beaten by the biggest Stitty, dog I've ever seen. Beaten by the kennel mate as well. Uh, will do getting up on the rail as ran down Nenetiers who had the race shot to pieces and then missed the corner. Yeah, not uh, not what we wanted uh, for favourite backers there. No, absolutely not. All right, let's head back to Heelsville race number two. Isolating. Uh, that's a uh, that's a real uh, relevant one at the moment. Dollar forty that paid. Lilico Nick uh, Nicky at two dollars as well. Finished second. Yeah, and uh, realistically, uh, this this was the run of the day. And as I said just a moment ago, John, I think if you were to, to follow one greyhound moving forward uh, from today's meeting, this greyhound here was the, the one to follow. 1940s in a maiden on a track that, that wasn't playing electrifyingly quick either. I think this is a pretty serious dog moving forward. Uh, run home time was good, but had early pace to go with it. So ticks a lot of boxes. And I think if you to jump on the bandwagon to this greyhound moving forward, you're going to have some fun, that's for sure. Uh, race number three went to Jets to Burn, number one. Yeah, had a good, good little battle this one. Uh, Jets to burn with uh, with the greyhound who was right with it for the whole way. Junket Jared at the end. Jets to burn just had enough in the locker to uh, to cling on and, and stave off Junket Jared. Both, I think, the winner and the runners up put in pretty good runs today. Race number four was won by number seven Bose Rose five dollars fifty from Dakar number four at yeah. forty five. Just steered a nice clear run down the outside, Bose Rose, and, and had unimpeded galloping room, was able to wind up after Mario Vest only, who, who went out really well from the inside, uh, one of the favourites for the race, and uh, thought he was a little bit disappointing from where he was, and as it turned out, it was, uh, it was Bose Rose, got to where it needed to get to and, and got the job done. Race number five, this one also relevant to Victoria, better days ahead at $7 from uh, number seven, <laughs> Truss and Alabama Shakes. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a, a naming thing going on, isn't there, <laughs> with, uh, with Victoria? The, both of them out of the five box as well. Yeah, that's it. Better days ahead. Well, uh, let's hope so anyway. I've actually just watched a uh, watched a, uh, a Netflix uh, show on the, on the mobile phone just recently and mm-hmm. uh, only came out uh, just on a week ago and we're already smashing through the episodes called <laughs> uh, Sweet Tooth and it's about sort of a pandemic and, and things like that and it's very interesting. So yes. worth uh, worth having a look at when you're not having a punt, that's for sure, and you're, you're sitting back with something to do. That's uh, a good way to do it, but better, better days ahead, yeah. Couldn't have, uh, probably couldn't have been any better name for a, a greyhound going around. And the punters got on. I think they would have had a pretty good day today. $6.20, got the job done. And, and one thing we've noticed with this greyhound in the, in the couple of good runs it's had at Hillsville, it's really hit the line the last 50 to 100 metres and did the same today. Uh, race number six, Maker Pat, number one, $2.60 from Thursday, Thunder and Thrill, uh, for the Thrill. 
Yeah, the, the risk with this even money favoured who won was uh, was getting to the outside because he is keen to, to use a bit of the track. From box one, he was able to go through, have the lead at the first peg, and once he led, he then had the space to veer off the rail. Once he got to the outside, they were probably never going to run him down. He dominated, he won by two lengths, and he was just too good for them. We'll come back to the next, which is the seventh in just a moment. But let's get a tip out there for Geelong. Obviously, $1.55 favourite. Uh, are you tipping against it here in the ninth? I tell you what, look, I, I haven't been in good form today, but this would take bad form to a new level if this dog gets beaten fireweed. Uh, form line superior to these. Draws a pretty good box, I think. Ticks ticks every box, doesn't it? Uh, mm. Fast run here last time. $1.60. To be honest, it, it, it should just be money in the bank. But uh, as I said, it's been one of those days where it's just a little bit strange a few of the results. Dogs who are normally beginning aren't beginning. And we all know as a, as a punter that you can have your ups and downs. And this Greyhound, based on what it did first up from a spell last week, it should only improve on that run. And therefore, it, it should run 22.40. If it runs 22.40 in this race, there won't be a Greyhound anywhere near it. So I think the dollar sixty they're betting at the moment. Three twenty top toad is is ridiculously good value based on on what it did last time. All right. Well, I'm going to do something that I don't think we've done before on this show, and I'm going to ask you what the second selection is because I reckon we can find a same game multi here for the listeners. Mm. Yeah. Look, I'd probably multi, say, say I'd probably say the consistent number three. Uh, mm-hmm. Loretta Bale. If I, if I was to guess margins on the race, I reckon this margin will be four or five lengths. Um, so I'm not just tipping it to win. I'm tipping it to win by four or five fireweed. So let's uh, let's hope it, it can get the job done. Loretta Bale looks probably the, the only greyhound that, that could go anywhere near what uh, fireweed's been done. And, and one thing, or been doing, and, and one thing, been done, that's a great English. <laughs> <laughs> the Don't one thing Jimmy, I've noticed... All good. The one thing I've noticed with uh, Loretta Bale, 20 starts, only two wins, but has been placed a further 10 times, and, and 10 goes at the track, six placings. So you almost could pencil her in to, to run a drum. So let, let's say Fireweed to win. Yep. The dollar sixty, dollar seventy. They're betting at the moment. Mm-hmm. Loretta Bale to run top three. I think if you do that as the same game multi, I'm I'm not sure exactly what the price is going to be. Maybe just $2, over two dollars. Two dollars eighty. So you can get two eighty. Two eighty for top three, and if it finishes Ooh. top two, you can get four dollars fifty. So hang on, this is the seven to win. So the seven to three win to run top three at a dollar sixty on the what I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and then the three to run top three at a dollar fifty eight will get you two dollars and eighty seven cents. What about the three to run top four? Two fifteen. I'd take that. Two, let Let's pretend we've got two hundred dollars cash sitting All here. Right. I'm going to have a hundred on the two fifteen option, which is the three to run top four, the right, seven right. to win. And then we're going to have a hundred on the three to run top three and the seven to win. I, I think they'll. I think they'll go one two. Good. I honestly do. Um, I, I think this is this is the best bet of the day at Geelong Fireweed. It's it's two dollars ninety still top tote. Shortest totes two twenty. So it's definitely worth having a little tote bet. And as I said. You can only go off the form it's produced. Last start went twenty two sixty at Geelong. Mm. That was first up from a spell, Johnny. They've if, normally they improve second run after a long spell. If, if Fireweed goes twenty two fifty here, yep. there, there shouldn't be a greyhound anywhere near. Yeah. Well, we've put our heads together, Jim. You've done all the grunt work. I just suggested it, but I think we're going to claim it as a team if that gets up <laughs> because that's good value. You can just double your money there very, very easily by just putting the seven and the three in a same race multi. Let's head to Geelong now. Uh, Jimmy Vandermart doesn't think the seven can lose, but the three is top four. You can get $2.15 for the same game, same race multi. Let's head to Geelong for the ninth. Elvira in box number one, Loretta Bale in three, I star in five, Fireweed the favourite, seven, green light. 400 the journey here, set Geelong race nine, ready. 
racing and fire went on to a side again about third last out away fast Elvira led from Loretta Bale they were followed going around the outside oh, fire we got a bad check there and dropped out to last and while back would have been just uh, admitting also I star coming up to the turn now and dashing away is Loretta Bale Loretta Bale's about five or six out in front of Elvira on the outside then Chili Ben also I star first Loretta Bale on easy oh run. get over. stuffed absolutely Bale. get <laughs> stuffed you are kidding me aren't you dollar fifty pop gets in all sorts of trouble, finishes dead last. And Loretta Bale, which you did push, Jimmy, as the second best. Oh. And there's a six in front of it as well. Yeah, and $6 the win. It's paid three fifty a place, top tote Loretta Bale. So bugger off the same game multi yeah. where we needed it to run top three. Let's just back Loretta Bale for a place. I but uh, hindsight's a great thing. Twenty-two fifty-eight. I mean, that that is surprising, to be honest, based on on what this greyhound had been doing. I'm just trying to bring up the, the most recent form. Look, as I said, I, I thought it was probably the only greyhound that could run anywhere near what uh, what Fireweed could if if Fireweed got it all right. But uh, again, another greyhound that, that went 8.31 last week to the first section, Fireweed, which leads anything, um, has come out hopelessly today. Caught them up pretty quickly and, mm. and then ran into trouble. And Loretta Bale got the fly. And when you go back through Loretta Bale's form, look, it's been a little bit up and down, but she was dropping back in distance. Her last two have been over the shorter course. Uh, and, and obviously that's been the key to her. Freshen her up, uh, get her sprinting better. Uh, she dominated 22.60. I'm just surprised because I don't... There's no Geelong most recent form over the 400 metres. I'm just going to open up the archives quickly mm. before we go to the news here, John. I just want to see what Loretta Bale's ran at Geelong over the 400 metres because unless we haven't delved far enough back into the form where she has gone a, a really quick time there, but only winning two out of 20, she was down in class and yeah. it's, it's loading up now. Here we go. Now, I, She's I, gone 2309 I had no interest in that in, in a money sense, but I'm just flat for listeners who might have followed us in, Jimmy, because Loretta Bale's bolted home and all the seven needed to do was get itself out of trouble and it was mm. home. Anyway. Yeah, no, look, and on, on that's what I say. When you when you do your form, you are going to have your ups, you are going to have your downs. Obviously, you gamble responsibly and never never put on too much more than you can afford to lose. But um, it, it can be stressful when you do the form and you go, well, this one, you know, eight thirty one to the first peg. When I when I go back through Loretta Bale's form, she's had uh, a fair few runs around Geelong. She's had uh, over the four hundred meters. She's had uh, what is it here? One, two, three, four, five. Five runs at Geelong over the 400 metres and her quickest first section's 8.51 yeah. compared to Fireweed who went 8.31 fresh form from last week, which is three and a half lengths quicker to the first peg. So sure. when, you, when you're doing form, realistically, you'd be silly to back Loretta Bale based on, on, on the stats suggesting that Fireweed is, is going to win. And sometimes it doesn't go to plan, Johnny, and it no. could be one of those stinking days that oh. we just turn the computer off and, and just talk about some other kind of sport, All I think. All right. Well, let's get some news headlines. How about that, Jim? And we'll come back and we'll talk more about uh, Hillsville. And we might get to the end of the Tarang first uh, in the harness racing. More from James Vandermart and John Donahoe next. Yeah, welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe with you. Jimmy Vandermart joining me. Download the Watchdog app. Open a Black Book account. Never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. They're scoring up at Tarang. Jimmy, we might just take this race as well. Uh, number one. Number one. Yes, you would. I, I like that we delve into the uh, the harness racing world. Really, Jay, real Jason Bonington areas. But I like yes. that we delve in, and he's not happy with you. By the way, I might have to. Um, I might have to re regale you with what he has said uh, next. 
fast and will go straight to the lead by four metres. Went a bit roughly, but leads from Lenny T second. Third smile of the green, fourth see you later. Deeper Hanover Jack from She's a Rock and Rollin'. Deeper Bill, Bill, uh, is a Billum coming across and then came Miranda May. Into the first bend and they go towards the back straight and the front runner by about three metres here is overreaction. Shows in front from in second place on the outside is uh, Bealham, who's the Jeffrey Smith prepared debutant, the daughter of Mr. Feelgood, and driven confidently up into the death. And neck away, Linny T is third behind the leader. And three metres away, fourth, one out, one back, is See You Later. Then came Smile with the Green, who's three back down on the inside. Four metres away is Miranda May, three back the outer. Four back the Pegs, Hanover Jack. And last of all is She's a Rock and Rollin'. They head off the uh, Restrepo back straight. The lead time in 44.2. And the front runner is overreaction. Leads by about two or three metres. Second is Bealham. Two metres, Lenny T, the pegs third. Three metres, see you later, fourth, one, one. Smile with the grin, three back down on the inside. And then came Miranda Mays, three back on the outside as they straighten up at the 1,200 metres. Four back, the pegs, Hanover Jack. Four back, the outside, she's a rock and rolling. First quarter in 32.4. And down these straight, they come down to get the bell with 1,000 metres and a lap to go. The favourites in front over reaction. Ross Payne has this one four metres clear. Lenny T second will be awaiting the good time lodge. Sprint lane run, three metres, Bill on the outside third. Three back the inside, smile with the grin, and then one out, one back is See You Later. Four back the inside, purple and white is Hanover Jack. Three back the outside, Miranda May. And last is She's a Rock and Rollin'. To the back at the 700, that's second quarter in 31.8. And the front runner overreaction leads three metres. Billum's just put under some pressure. Lenny T on the inside. Out three wide, moving up, Miranda May. Next in the centre was See You Later. Three back the inside is Smile with the Green, the green colours. And then came on the towards the outer of Smile with the Green is uh, See You Later is in the centre. Then out deeper was uh, She's a Rock and Roll and then came Hanover Jack. Off the back, third quarter, 30.1. It's overreaction, four metres in front. Into the clear, Lenny T. Billum's under pressure. Deeper, Hanover Jack is a Miranda May. Up on the inside, Smile of the Gwen. Then Hanover Jack from deeper. She's a Rock and Roll and then see you later. Into the straight and it's overreaction. A neck in front of Lenny T. Back to the inside, Smile of the Gwen. Overreaction in front. Two metres on Lenny T. It's overreaction clear. They went overreaction tonight's night. Star 13. Overreaction breaks the duck. Metre and a half, Lenny T, four metres small with a green third. And then came in fourth place, maybe Miranda. Ah, oh, Jimmy, so close. Mate, we, we honestly got we got closer at the harness than we did the dog. So it's a, it's a push in the right direction. Lenny T, uh, normally really good when they come off the leaders back when there's a sprint lane because you, you think, well, they're, they're confident they can run this leader down and, and not take the sprint lane late. But... The favourite was just going too well over reaction in front for Ross Payne and staved off Lenny T and Smile with a green finish quickly. Ended up with that sprint lane run but just couldn't quite go with the two leaders. And hey, look, we'll wind up with a second. That'll bring us to Horsham. Here's our winner, number two, 10's enough. 165. I think it'll win. I think Omaru Bale, number eight's going to run a place. And number five, Fearless Pigeon will run top four. So let's take a same race multi, two to win. And the eight... And also the five to both finish top four. If you can give me a quick price on that, two to win, right. the five and the eight to finish top four, it has to be, look, three, four dollars at least. Maybe more. Give us more. All right. So the two to win and yep. the eight. The was five it? and eight five. to run top four. Five and eight to run top four. Six dollars seventy-five. Uh, Ten bucks on that and away we go here, All Johnny. Right. Let's get this ball rolling. Woo-hoo. Come on. 
And uh, the favourite, Tens Enough from box two. They're moving in. Runners getting set. Coming up, race eight. Last of them in. They're all in. Set to go. Green lights on. They're right to go. Set. Racing. Tens enough. Only fair to go, but Muster's good pace. Straight through on the inside rail to lead. Barefoot Barry Lady Fernando. Going forward there as Fearless Pigeon. Very wide out on Maru Bale. Followed by Circumstance Ollie. Getting back now, Lady Fernando. Brainwave up to the turn. Tens enough. Spritted clear. Fearless Pigeon. Barefoot Barry. Very wide out on Maru Bale. Then Circumstance on the rail as Ollie. But the leader, Tens enough. Fearless Pigeon coming down the centre. Tens enough. Clinging on though. And Tens enough will just win from Fearless Pigeon. <laughs> the eight was in such a good position the whole time. Johnny, you, you just have to have a laugh, mate. The two's beaten the five. The eight was pressing third on the corner. Gets a little tangle, finishes out toward the rear. And look, for those punters out there who played the simple game and, and just took tens enough our on-top selection, he's paid 220. So that's that's a top-tote win for us. But uh, the same game, oh. multi, same race, multi, failed again there, Johnny. Failed miserably. Ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, this is not even your fault. Right. You are you are tipping us in in to good things, but they're just not hitting today. Yeah, I, mate, I wouldn't say we're tipping good things, actually. If they're not hitting, Jimmy, but uh, Jimmy, we're, we're there. For the listeners, we've got to tell them we're tipping good things. No, mate, I, 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 I'm happy I'm only... to, to cop it on the chin yes. when we're going pretty ordinary. And today, look, the, the form's there, and like Tens Enough was, was probably always going to run well there. Fearless Pigeon's become... Yeah. A Tuesday bandit. Every single Tuesday on this hour, Fearless Pigeon goes around and, and ran a really good second there. But, um, yeah, it just, just hasn't been our day. We've still got a few races to go in the next at Geelong, about four minutes away. So hopefully right. we can we can find a winner there. Well, why don't we take a break? We'll come back for that, and then we can continue on with anything else we need to discuss as well because we might as well just clear this and, um, and finish off uh, with a bang at Geelong. All right? Let's do that. Done. All right. Thrill of the chase with uh, myself, John Donahoe, and James Vandermart. Download the Watchdog app. Open a Black Book account. And never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. We'll be back with Geelong, race number 10, on the other side of this. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, nice to have you with us. John Donahoe, James Vandermart with you. 0499736736. Jimmy Vandermart, 10th at Geelong. This is the one you bounce back. What are you thinking? No, I don't think it is, mate. It's a, it's a very, very hard race. Look, I I honestly, when I brought up this race, I thought it was one of the harder races of the night. Look, I, I think it's probably a race that we go a little bit of value um, and hope that we can can hit the right runner. I'm probably going to lean to the four yellow and black. Coming out of mix four and five company last time out might be enough. There's been really good money for the eight, Orange Justice as well. But uh, I'm going to settle on the four. Chasing a little bit of value at about $10, yellow and black, and I'm not a Richmond supporter, so let's see how this one pans All right. out. All right, let's go see what Jimmy Vandermark can muster up in the 10th. Race number 10. They're ready, set. Ready and racing, and I'm going to be scared again. There was Riverdale Gold. He had very fast there. Go. Wells went through to lead, settling down over Cagadino and also Orange Justice as they race off the back straight. 15, 20 lengths away then came Tinker Jenny. They were followed then by O Susie on the outside, and while back then came Yellow and Black. Riverdale Goldie Magic Panther in the straight though, and down on the inside, Go Wells and Orange Justice on the outside, lunging. Orange Justice, they got on the lines, beaten Go Wells, and a gap in the race at a Cagadino winding up third over Tinker Jenny, followed then by. Oh, if you don't. Laugh, don't you laugh, cry. Johnny. If you don't laugh, you'll cry, Jimmy, because you did push Orange Justice. And to coin a phrase from Campbell Brown and Cam Luke, you, we pulled the wrong rein. 
You, you gave it a good push. You could oh. have, we could have backed it. I oh, know, and, and the money was there too. As I said, 12s into about five, Orange Justice. Um, gets their last hop. Yellow and black was squeezed out of it when the lid's opened, so we never got a, a chance to shine. 22.62 in that grade, a 200-plus ranking event. Uh, 22.62 would normally have you winning by four or five lengths. So it's got their last hop from a gallant go wheels, and, and the putters smack bang on the money. Those who, who took the double figures ended up running about 6.10 top tote, Orange Justice for Jason Sharp. Train locally, and we've had Sharpie on the show a couple of times. He's got a, a pretty strong kennel, and, yep. and he prepares the, the well-back winner there to race number 10 that we couldn't find. All right. Uh, we might have to park Hillsville because we've only got about six or seven minutes, and we um, we want to get yes. some of your bets and talk to us about the Pink Diamond Friday night fields as well. Yeah, look, we'll speak a little bit more about the Pink Diamond on Thursday, yeah, the day prior good. to it to it running. But it is, yeah, it is the inaugural running of the Pink Diamond series. So, uh, twelve feature events at Bendigo, crazy amounts of prize money. The, the top races are worth seventy five thousand dollars to the winner. Um, it's it's all about keeping greyhounds in Victoria, uh, Victorian bred incentives throughout the whole program. Uh, the incentives go to. The, the rewards effectively go to the owners as well as the, the breeders, which I think is really important, uh, supporting those who, who breed these greyhounds. And, and, and it's going to be a huge night. There's 12 races, feature finals every single race. I, I don't recall a meeting where we've had just finals for every single race on the program. So again, it's about being nimble. It's about being exciting and moving in the, in the next, I guess, direction and taking that next step for Greyhound Racing. And, and this Pink Diamond Series is exactly that. It's just a, a bumper night from race one right through to race number 12. And we'll speak more and go through the fields on Thursday, but they are out with Fast Track. So you can head to fasttrack.grv.org.au. Click on the fields for Bendigo Friday. And uh, they're all there and it's going to be huge. Beautiful. All right, we've got about five minutes. Do you want to go through each race at Warrigal, or have you got some specials that you want to just discuss? Uh, we'll reel off. Yeah, we'll reel off a couple of specials okay. uh, for the program down there at uh, at Warrigal. I'm pretty keen on race one, uh, number three, Bon Yogi. I think to run a good race draws nicely down in box number three. I was keen on him last week. We tipped him and he won. It's about the last time I tipped a winner. So let's hope uh, he can get the job done for us again. Uh, I also like race two, number four, Self Belief at an each way price. This Greyhound was good last week. Had to work pretty hard in the run, and if he could get to the rails softly. I think he's got a decent motor. So race two, number four, uh, worth having a, a little flutter. A uh, couple of really good Warrigal to Sandown heats. Race four, we see a few in this race. I said, I think, on the show last week, Everlovin' Man's one to keep an eye on. He's drawn box number five, but he's up against one of the, the more exciting greyhounds in Gippsland at the moment, Tiger Isla, who's won three out of nine. But when she gets it right, she's got such a motor. Uh, race five, we see Ambitious, who's back from a, a stint seeing her qualify for the Perth uh, Oaks, the uh, the WA Oaks, so her form line looks good for that. And then uh, Power of Janie was scratched in race six. She was looking to go seven from seven. And the other greyhound that uh, that did catch the eye tonight was Hennessy, who goes around uh, in that race, where is it, uh, earlier in the night. Heat number one of the one to four wins drawn box number three. I think he'll be winning as well. Beautiful. All right, well, we've got a bit of time to kill, James. So what, what, should, we, what should we go through next? Is there anything else that you want to discuss? Oh, almost. Uh, we should have a bet at Lismore race ten. Ah. Yeah, race number ten at Lismore over the four twenty. We could uh, we could get real desperate and scrape the barrel if need be. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to. No, I was going to say, Johnny. Actually, speaking of racing in that area, Grafton uh, they had a whole new track and 
and that reopened, I think it was uh, last night was their first meeting, and they used to have a, a corner start, a little bit like we see if you're watching the, the screen now with Lismore, where they, they start on a bend, and it can often make it a bit of a nightmare for punting, really, when they, they start on the corner. So they elected at, at Grafton to design a new track. It's similar to, to how the old track was, but they now run a 450 metres, which is so much like the start at Horsham, at, at Ballarat, and, and, and I think it could really increase the the quality of those greyhounds up racing at Grafton that can then come down to Victoria and contest the, the country cups because they've got that experience running on, on such a, a similar track. And I think those horseshoe type of tracks that we see with Warrigal, Geelong, for example, Bendigo, that, that they all seem to be so safe for racing as well because there's less, less corners, there's less pressure on the dogs and, and they, they have a more decent run before the first corner so they can find their position, run through the corner and then open up in the home straight. So the other the other news is, of course, Terrelgan's not too far away. It's going to be the first time we've seen a, a sort of a, a hook U-turn type of track. It's, yep. it's a bit of an unusual type of setup. So I think everybody in Greyhound Racing, everybody involved here with the participants are, are keen to see and, and get down to that track, which is supposed to to be back up and running, I think, in the middle to latter part of this year. I'm not too sure if the the latest restrictions and, and things and the floods, especially down at Terrelgan, may well have impacted that because they actually had a lot of issues with the, the track and hence they've they've gone to the you know the, the, the effort of, of redesigning the whole track. I think they had a few issues with uh, with drainage on the track and then obviously they've had the floods uh, this this week down at Terrelgan. So fingers crossed they can get up and running because it's a, it's a great club and managed by Stevie Clark, who's a great man. It, it'll be great to see racing back at Terrelgan soon. So is that a new track or is that just a refurbished track that they're bringing back? Yeah, it's fair to say it's it's a new track because they haven't raced there for about two years now, maybe even longer. Um, it's been a long time between the last meeting and, and the soon-to-be first meeting uh, of Terrelgan. They, they've just had a lot of issues with the track. I think a few times they tried to, to refurbish the track that was already there. Mind you, it wasn't an overly old track to, to start off with. And as it's turned out, they, they made the call to completely redesign. They, they uh, liaised with, I believe... It was a university in order to to try and design the the safest track possible. So there was so much effort that went into this track. And as I said, it's it's a complete new design. It's something we haven't seen in Greyhound Racing. I'm sure if you head to terrelgan.grv.org.au, there'd, there'd be some uh, some notes as to, to how the track is going to look on, on their local nice. website down there. So it's exciting. It's uh, Mate, I, I love new things. Yeah. Um, and I was going to mention too, the, the 2021 Hillsville uh, Carnival is now... Uh, up and running and, and release the Winter Carnival starting with the Winter Cup in about uh, two or three weeks' time, first week of July. And yep. and even that, we've been speaking, myself and Cam and you, Johnny, about the idea of match racing at Hillsville and uh, our wishes being granted. We are going to see Love match that. racing at Hillsville. It's called the Arrow. Uh, it's going to be huge. $1,000 to, to enter. So wow. it's about putting your money where your mouth is when it comes to these fast greyhounds and, and their trainers. So really looking forward to that series, the Arrow. There's the straight track championship, the Hillsville Cup, just a massive 10-week uh, carnival. And it's the first uh, running of the, the carnival for, for the Hillsville Greyhound Racing Club. And they're linking up with the other straight tracks, which I think is Love really it. good too. Love it. Jimmy, hey, we've got about 45 seconds. Just quickly tell me why no um, sand down on Thursday. We've got the Meadows instead. Yeah, I think it was due to uh, to the Meadows switching and swapping with Sandown so they could run the Speedstar. 
um, meeting on the on the Wednesday. So if you are looking for Sandown Park on Thursday, you'll be looking for a long time because <laughs> racing is at the Meadows on Thursday night and also on Wednesday night as well. Horsham race number nine is about to go. I know we'll be off air, but uh, let's go with number two, Big Brew, to win that. And hopefully, mate, once we click off air, the good luck will start rolling in. Good man, Jimmy. Hey, we'll talk on Thursday. You and I on deck once again. So uh, you stay safe, my friend, and we'll talk then. Pleasure, mate. Take care, Johnny. Happy punting, champ. Thank you, mate. Jimmy Vandermart there with us. Uh, all thanks to the Watchdog app. Open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. That's me done and dusted for, for the day. It's been a great time with you. Six hours on air, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Do it all again tomorrow. The A-Team, Miles Fitzner, David Taggart, back for racing right across the country. Join us at any time, 0499 736 736. John Dono, signing off for now. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.